only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. This one is for my fantasy basketball managers who are interested in having a successful week 10 of the NBA season. Here are the waiver wire targets you need to focus on. Thomas Bryant. Yes, Thomas Bryant is a priority ad. If you didn't know, Anthony Davis is going to be out for a minute. We don't even know how long he's going to be out, but it seems very scary. All signs point to him being out long term. There's going to be a fantasy basketball ripple effect due to AD's injury, but it really starts with who's going to pick up the slack in his absence, and that's Thomas Bryant. On December 16th versus Denver, Thomas Bryant played 24 minutes, put up 21 points, six boards, and had two steals. If he's on your waiver wire, I would go pick him up right now. It's also worth noting that LeBron James is going to see a spike in usage. Somebody's going to need to do some scoring around there. It's really sad because AD has been on my sell high list. As you know, if you follow this channel, you know all offseason, I've been advising people not to draft Anthony Davis. He had an amazing start to the season, the number one player in fantasy. People were like, see, I told you, that's what AD does. No, that's not what AD does. What AD does is get hurt. And don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody to get hurt. No NBA players, no children in the park, nobody. I want everyone to stay healthy. But history shows that Anthony Davis goes down with injuries every single year. So that's why I was on a hilltop on top of a soapbox with a daggone megaphone yelling, do not draft this man. And now here we are. The next player you need to pay attention to on the waiver wire is Dante DiVincenzo from the Golden State Warriors. As you probably know, Steph Curry went down with a shoulder injury, so that's going to open up some opportunity for some of those bench guys. DiVincenzo is only rostered in 10% of ESPN leagues, and in his last three games, he's played at least 30 minutes. Next up on the list is Walker Kessler. We talked about him last week. He's the big man from Utah. He's only rostered in 14% of ESPN leagues. And honestly, I think he has the potential to be a season-long hold. In the last seven days, he's averaged 21.7 minutes per game, 8.7 points per game, and nine rebounds per game. Wait for it. There's more. He's also averaged 2.3 blocks per game in the last seven days. And it's not a fluke. He's averaging 1.9 blocks per game on the season. This is the real deal, people. Another player we talked about last week, Quentin Grimes from the New York Knicks. Tom Thibodeau loves to run his guards to the ground. Actually, all of his players to the ground. Your man Grimes is averaging 36 minutes per game the last seven games. It is not a fluke, folks. Tibbs likes him, so he's going to get playing time. Next up, we got Jalen Duran, who's only rostered in 10.4% of ESPN leagues. In the last seven games, Jalen has averaged 30 minutes per game, 8.3 points per game, 15.3 rebounds, y'all, and 1.3 blocks. I would go grab him right now and hold. Again, he's also a rookie, so he's going to have some ups and downs. This is another red alert, must-grab, priority, waiver-wire ad, Bogdan Bogdanovich. 
He's rostered in 47.5% of ESPN leagues, so you got to go grab him right now. He's getting tons of opportunity, averaging 32 minutes per game, and he's scoring 24.3 points per game. And now for a blast from the past, Kimba Walker. Yes, Kimba Walker is playing basketball again, y'all. He went off the other night, 42 minutes, 32 points, five rebounds, and seven assists. I do not think it's sustainable, but I think it's worth you keeping an eye out for. Now, quickly, I just want to rapid fire some guys that I think it's worth you taking a look at this week. From the Utah Jazz, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I want you guys to check out Mo Wagner and a pair of Wizards, Jordan Goodwin and Will Barton. Last but not least, Anyeka Okongwu from the Atlanta Hawks. With Clint Capella out, there's going to be some opportunity for him. By the way, I'm Robin Marks from Game Pick Fantasy Basketball. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy sports, please consider subscribing. We release new episodes every single week. Now let's talk week 10, buy lows, and sell highs. We'll start with the buy lows. From the Pelicans, C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum has been a staple of fantasy basketball. Like, he's been that guy for years. This year, maybe he's not on his game. This could be your opportunity to buy low. DeAndre Ayton from the Phoenix Suns. He's been a little bit banged up. And honestly, this year, he's been a little up and down. This could be an opportunity for you to buy low. My next buy low candidate, Ben Simmons. I know people have been scared off by Ben Simmons. People have not been impressed with Ben Simmons. He's been like pedestrian, average, like guy this year for fantasy. However, he has KD and Kyrie on his team. And I think he's gonna get it together. This might be your opportunity to buy low on him. And here's something that's worth noting. He has position eligibility for point guard, power forward, and center on ESPN, which is crazy. Like, if he gets it together, he could be that Swiss army knife that could carry you to the championship. One of the best times to send offers for buy low candidates is when guys are injured. Here are my injury buy lows. Carl Anthony Towns. He's going to be back pretty soon, so this window might be closing. I would send some offers to see if you can get him on your team. From the Atlanta Hawks, DeJounte Murray, another guy we talked about last week. He's still banged up. You could probably take advantage of that. Steph Curry. Now, Steph is going to be out for a month, but if you could get him back on your team by the time you're getting ready for the fantasy playoffs, it could be a really good look for you. The thing that I want to state clearly is I would not make an offer for Curry unless A, your team is winning, and also you have an IR spot to spare. Another injury by low for week 10, SGA. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but he's been out for a little bit with a back contusion. This could be an opportunity to get one of the top performers in fantasy basketball this week. And just so we're on the same page, do not send any offers for Anthony Davis. Stay away from Anthony Davis like I've been saying. Don't send any offers. This is not a buy low opportunity. This is a run away opportunity. Now let's talk about our sell highs for week 10 of the NBA season. Our first sell high candidate, Donovan Spider Mitchell. Oh my God. When I tell you this man is gone, he's gone nuclear. It is out of this world, otherworldly, never seen before. Like people have, people in Cleveland have not seen anything like this since LeBron James. This is your opportunity to flip him for Jokic, flip him for Giannis, flip him for Luka, flip him for Jason Tatum. Whatever you got to do, see if you can get one of those top five, top seven guys for Donovan Mitchell. 
My next sell high, DeAnthony Melton from the Philadelphia 76ers. Now listen, DeAnthony Melton has kind of been a waiver wire guy for years, but in Philly, like he's getting the playing time that he's always needed to perform on the level that we know he could. And with Maxi out, there's still going to be a lot of runway for him to continue to perform. However, it will end when Maxi comes back. So Doc Rivers said Maxi's going to be out for a few more weeks. I still think there's an opportunity for you to sell high. Bojan Bogdanovic from the Detroit Pistons. Cade Cunningham is out and somebody needs to step up. Your man is answering the call over the last seven days. He has averaged 28 points per game, y'all. And for the season, he's averaging 21 points per game. It's not a it, it, it's not a fluke. I think he's always been a consistent fantasy producer, but he's never really had this kind of volume of usage before. I think it's an opportunity to sell hot. Try to see if you could package him in with someone else to get you a top-tier player. Next up, we're going to go into our Discord Q&A. The first question is from Antech. What are your thoughts on Jalen Duran for a redraft league? He seems to be on a hot streak. I love Jalen Duran. I've picked him up and dropped him a couple of times, but I think he's the kind of player that's worth holding. I think he's the future of the front court there in Detroit, and he's going to get a lot of, lot of opportunities. One thing to note is that he's a killer on the boards. He's cleaning up. So if you are struggling in your rebounding category, he could be a player that could help you out. Antec had another very good question. He said, Trey Young, is he a sell high while DeJounte Murray is still out? Or should we hold in the event that the ankle sprain is similar to LaMelo turning into months of, of DeJounte being out? That's a great question. So for me, all we can do is get the information from the sources at these different you know teams, right? Um, for a player like Trey Young, however, I'm not selling high on Trey while DeJounte is out because Trey still has value when DeJounte is healthy. Um, so for me, I'm holding Trey Young. He's a first round guy. I think that as the season progresses, he'll continue to get better. And whatever he he kind of establishes in DeJounte's absence, I think he'll be able to sustain it when he returns. The next question is from Aussie Boomers. He says, what time should I start to look to trade stars on bad teams for when they want to tank for the season. Like, let's say how they ruled out SGA and Giddy last year to boost the Thunder's odds. Ooh, that's a good one. And this is like, you know, this is a question that's so hard to answer, but you could have theories on it, right? So one thing that we cannot predict is what, what a coach or, or a franchise is going to do to bring home Victor Webb and Yama, right? So like, it's up in the air for a lot of people. This is what I would say. You got to pay attention to the writing on the wall. What do I mean? So you're going to have um, nights where, where stars are sitting out and the reasons that they're sitting out are very questionable. So we had um, SGA out recently with a back contusion. I know that Josh Giddy was out too. So it might, it might be happening now. If you see the writing on the wall, when is the time to sell is when you can get the most value. So if SGA has a really big game and you're like, you know what, this is my opportunity, then you need to go see if you can grab, uh, do a two for one to bring home Joker or something. The next question is from David Grimberg. He says, what do I do with AD? 
Man, I, I, first of all, for all of my AD owners, can we just play the music? For all of my AD owners, I'm sorry about what happened. I tried to tell you, but I know injuries are something that you can only project. You can't really predict. Um, I, I just pray that you can still make it to your fantasy playoffs. Now, listen, strategically speaking, what you need to do is hold until there's news about him. If you sell now because the news is so grim, you're not going to get any value. However, if someone out there in your league is a Lakers fan, a LeBron fan, or an AD fan, and you can get back some fourth round, third round value, it's something you might want to consider. However, David, if you are in the hunt for your for making the playoffs and you have a good winning record and you have an IR spot, put him in the IR and stay patient. You paid too much to go trade him away for peanuts. The next one is from Varks. He wants to know, are these trades good? His league mate offered Bam, Grant, and SGA for his Randall, Sabonis, and Brown. Hmm. So listen, I like to always look at the best players in a trade before I make a decision. And it looks like the best player in this trade is SGA. After him, it might be Sabonis or Brown or even Bam, but if you can get his SGA, his Grant, and his Bam for Brown, Sabonis, and Randall, I'm going to have to pull the trigger. Is it a good trade? It really depends on the needs of your team, where you're struggling, if you're struggling at all. But overall, just on paper for category or points league, I'm taking SGA, Grant, and bam. If you need help with your team, please drop a comment with your question. I will respond to every single comment on this episode. Also, you have to join our private Discord server. If you're new to fantasy and you need advice, we have an awesome community of fantasy fanatics who want to support you. All you have to do is hit the link in the description of this episode to join. And yes, bang on that subscribe button, turn on the notifications, hit us with a thumb, thickety thumbs up, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow Game Pick, your freaking fantasy nerd. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit